I had to focus on a single piece of technique until I got it and then move on to the next. And once I did that, slowed down, I would move on, then I'd move on, and then I'd move on. And then it just all started just putting itself together. And instead of feeling like a duck in, a wa in the water, like taking a bath, I was actually starting to get kind of smooth and I didn't feel like everything was so choppy. And then that's when we started moving to the point where it was enjoyable. And I was eager to go to the pool in the morning as opposed to feeling like I was getting ready to get up and do a chore. I go live and I'm so excited. We are, you are live right now. Hello, hello, Armin and Beyond, busy high achievers all over the world. Bineta and I, and also our guest here, who we'll we'll introduce in a bit. We are all very excited because today is a, we're gonna give a lot, a lot of value. All right. So, what are we gonna talk about today? Let's bring it up. Hold on one say second. It. I say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this is much better with visual. So let me pull that up, share the screen. So I do have my cheat sheet here on the side. Okay. So how to become a fast swimmer? Who here wants to be a fast swimmer? Let's Whatever see. level you're in. Okay. So who here wants to become a fast swimmer? Let's see some hands down in the comments. How Brittany went from a 4.33 minutes per 100 yard pace. And at that time, she was needing to stop every 50 yards. Now she's swimming at about 2.06 minutes per 100 yards nonstop. All right. So here's the, uh, you know, the breakdown here. Around before he, she started, before she started the boot camp, she was at around four minutes and 33 seconds per 100 yards. I mean, also because she couldn't also finish, you know, more than 50 yards. She had to stop because she was getting gassed out. So we keep a record for all our athletes. And so Brittany's from Illinois. So before boot camp, she couldn't swim 50 yards without getting gassed. And about there, before she started, she's around 430 minutes per 100 yards. Guess what? 12 days after, she was able to finish 400 yards nonstop from 433. She was able to get critical swim speed of 240 minutes per 100 yards. I like that. That's a big jump. She did not stop there. She did not stop from 400 yards. She, you know, guess what? She went to bed, get up next day, and she finished 750 yards nonstop. Wow. She did not just gain endurance, but also she got faster. How is that even possible? 240 to 219 in just one night. And actually from August 1 to August 13. Okay. That's very impressive. Well, of course, we're not going to start there because our, our program is in 30 days. In September 4, she did the same test as the test that she did in August 12, and she got 206. And we're going to give you more detail because actually she started getting uh, intervals, sub two minutes per 100 yards. Ooh. All right. So speedy. Yeah. So like, here you go. So what we're going to talk about today is not 
just, you know, about how, you know, about her paces, of course, but we're going to talk about what to do to see your swim speed improvements quickly so you don't feel like you are wasting your time in the pool. I know a lot of you guys are working on your speed, of course. Why do you go to the pool? Oh, that's one of those. Well, we want to get faster, right? And I, I hear so often people come and, and they say, oh, I increased my swimming from two days to four days to, in the pool. And then, but it's not, it's not getting any better. Like I'm swimming more, but it's not getting better. And why, why am I, why is that happening? So how many times do you go to the pool as of right now? Comment down below. We want to know, you know, get seen some, some numbers there. So who is Brit? So Brit is a single mom of three kids with full-time job swimming at 430 minutes per 100 yards when she started and she became faster and have a swim pace of about 206 minutes per 100 yards. And she got that within 30 days without seeing a swim coach in person, everything online. How to learn the correct swim technique step-by-step step without getting overwhelmed. We're going to talk about that too. How to learn proper breathing while swimming so you don't get gassed and out of breath quickly. This one's common. This one's uh, a lot of new swimmers. This is very common thing that happens. Breathing. You get really kind of exhausted and like you can't really breathe properly. Not a lot of energy. You have to stop. Had to stop. Yeah. Especially, you know, like swim start. I mean, we're talking about swim start, right? The breathing. Breathing is big. Um, how to gain confidence in deep water and having and have swimming be exciting, enjoyable, and therapeutic. Yes. Not, so not scary, anxiety making, and actually nervous making. Before it was more of a hate, hate, don't like, frustration, disappointment. Ah! <laughs> now, oh, I love swimming. I need swimming. How can we take that to the positive? When you actually, I need that. It's my therapy. Yes. Is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, you know, like, it's amazing what we're going to talk about today. What to do finally, uh, to do, what to do to finally make swimming click for you and have it make sense for your body. So you don't feel like you are out of control or fighting in the water. Okay. This one's common for those who like to do fast things. Like you're always you're, you're like you're going fast there's a lot of movement there's all kinds of things happening but you're you feel like you're like oh, i'm against the water how come it's fighting me yeah like, yep. i'm not getting faster yep <laughs> how to keep getting better and faster every time you go to the pool instead of being stuck at the same speed month after month so everyone this is what we're going to talk about Are you guys excited about it i'm excited so let me let me welcome a couple of yeah people. i see Vishal's here. Hi, Vishal. Hi, Vishal. How are you doing, Gloria? Welcome. Hello, hello. Jenny's saying hi. Hi, Jenny. What's up, Jenny? Good to have everybody joining us. Okay. Excellent. Um, our intention for the live training is to help you guys who are just like Brittany, who want to swim faster, but don't know how to swim without getting winded fast. Okay. Don't have a lot of energy. Okay. Or been going to the pool, but it's not just clicking. Okay. Anyone who's experiencing currently like this, anyone can relate, all right? So like, for example, you watch YouTube videos, you try it out in the pool and go back at it again because you're hardworking, right? And you increase the times that you go to the pool, but it's still not working, you know? So for example, for me, I'm coming from running background. I, I run more, great. You know, I see like, okay, I'm getting endurance. 
but how about if you you know you do more and you still like like Brittany who has to stop you know every 50 yards just to get some air okay so this live training is a it's a two-way conversation okay so what we're gonna do here is Vinera will be reading you know your comments your questions we'd love to hear from you you know um so so that we can actually specifically have this training just for you so any questions that you may have any thoughts ideas you know let us know so you we can you know interact with you so this is the time okay so so if Jenny said she could relate to all of that that you said. All of above. Especially the start and stopping. Yep. I mean, who does it? <laughs> I, I was like that too. And it's annoying. It, it was taking a lot of time. Okay. So who's new here? Who's new here? If you're new, say new. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Ironman and Beyond. We have a lot of free training here in Ironman and Beyond. Not just swimming. You know, we have swim, bike, run, how to structure your training, how to time management, um, by nutrition, uh, if you're printing injuries, if you're experiencing some, some pain or discomfort, we do have those. Okay. So make sure that you raise your hand. You know, we, we give a lot of those, uh, trainings out here. All right. So, and if you're listening live put hashtag live, and if you're listening replay hashtag replay, so we know whether you're listening or replay or not, but we definitely are engaging, you know, what, whether you're listening replay or live. So, so yeah, so let's, let's, let's get to know you more. Okay. All right. So, so go in the comments below, say hello. Hello. I want to know what is your swim challenge right now? Those who are watching right now, let's put in, what is the swim challenge that is on your mind right now? Is it time too busy to go to the pool? No access to the pool? Is it breathing? Like you can't figure out how to breathe properly? It's, it's or, um, you know, the common one actually is uh, the pool buoy. Sometimes, you know, they're just so dependent with the pool buoy. Mm -hmm. Or, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, without waiting further, we want to introduce, we want to introduce Brittany. Brittany, how are you doing, Brittany? Brittany, hey, good. thank you so much, Brittany for your time. I know you're very, 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 very busy, but you're here. So welcome. Welcome to Ironman and Beyond I live think, training. Yes. And I think a lot of, a lot of people have actually seen the previous yes, posts yes. about you and they were like, who is this person that's doing all these things? Right. <laughs> what you do? Like, like, is that for real? Like, I, I don't know. Like this looks like it's not really real. Like, like those numbers are just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was really there at first. I mean, <laughs> after I did the first the first this critical one. swim, I I didn't think yeah, it was real was either. I mean, I even had to double check my own watch to make sure that it was right. <laughs> I know. Is this thing on? <laughs> so uh, this is one of those that you posted. Yes. You're like, when I say I'm super pumped and just super proud of myself. That was in August 13. Completely shocked at my swim time. Okay. Yep. Yep. I yes. remember your goal too. Your goal was to to be able to do 750 and kind yeah, of like I just, not to finish. Just yeah, to finish. I just wanted to finish it. I did. I I didn't have any expectation on time. I think I gave myself like a 30 minute time frame to finish it. I just wanted to just get in the water and just be able to swim it and get through it, whether it was slow, faster, or what have you. I didn't even, I didn't care. <laughs> I just wanted to finish it. And 
I mean, I was swimming all of July before we even came into contact with each other and things just weren't working. Yeah. What was, what was happening before we met you? Like, tell, tell us more about like, where were you with your swimming? Um, I was swimming probably about once or twice a week. Um, I was getting in the water and I was just going, I was just, you know, moving my arms, moving my legs and just trying to swim. And I would get to a point where once I got towards the deep end and I had to turn around and come back, I would start getting anxious and overwhelmed thinking that I was getting ready to run out of gas and run out of breath and I wear the deep end and I just would, and I wouldn't be able to finish. Um, so I would always, I'd swim down 25, one end, I'd stop, I'd turn around and then I'd swim back the other 25. And then I would still, even by the time I got back doing a lap, I'd have to stop, stand up, take a break and then go back again. So I was doing that back and forth for about a month. So that was July only before a month before. Yeah. So uh, how, how did you know how to move your arms back in July? Like, you know, you go to the other uh, side. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it however I just thought I needed to do it. Um, you know, okay. I was just taking it and just, you know, I always swam for, for fun, but never to actually swim strategically for mm -hmm. a race. So, I mean, I was just doing what I thought about doing when I would go swim with like family and friends and, awesome. and things like that. And it was really starting to frustrate me. <laughs> because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get anywhere. I was spending all this time in the pool and nothing was happening. Huh. Good thing that you're actually swimming your family. When I started, I wasn't swimming at all because I was scared of the water. So uh, <laughs> at least you were swimming, swimming. So now mm -hmm. when you go to, when you went to the pool, then, you know, you, you found out like, oh, how, how did it feel? How, how did it feel like last July when you were like going to the pool almost every day, you said? Yeah, I was going about, I was going about two, two, maybe three times max a week okay. Okay. and it felt like a job um, yeah. because I was so fixated on wanting to get better and just being comfortable in the water so that I was almost like forcing myself to swim and it mm -hmm. wasn't something that was enjoyable. Like I was already headed to the pool kind of like, oh, here we go again. I have to get in this water and figure out how to do it again. So it wasn't enjoyable. It was just more of, it felt like a job. So why, why were you going to the pool though? Is it the, I think you said you have a race. Is that uh -huh. your drive? That, that was your motivation? So what was the race right. that you were preparing then? So I've done triathlon, sprint triathlons before. Sprint uh, this triathlon. is actually my first sprint triathlon, but okay. all of the triathlons before were um, just in the pool. And they were very mm -hmm. short distances. They were like 150, 200 meters. So this is the first 750 and the first Longer. open water swim. Yeah. Got it. So now so you, have, you felt the need to like. Really kind of step up. up and and yeah. Okay. Because I, I could kind of fake it till you make it in the 150 and the 200. But you can't fake it till you make it in, a, in the 750. Not at all. Yeah. Well, it sounded like it was kind of frustrating experience. What was the, what was, the, what was making it frustrating? The frustrating part was that I was looking at my watch when I would get done and I was looking at how long it was taking me to complete, mm -hmm. you know, the swim. And the first couple of times when I would do it, I was just like, well, I'm just going to keep swimming until I get to 750 meters and yes. I'd stop and I'd swim and I'd stop and I'd swim. 
And I would th say in my head, okay, I bet I'm probably done. I probably made it there. And I'd look at the watch and I was at 300 yards. And I'm like, you've oh, got to be got it. Oh, and yeah. It's like oh. taking a long time. So, yeah. so let me see here. And uh, you met us when you were watching this one. Yeah. This is, mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. what, what stood out for you when you were uh, when you were on the live training with us? This is, by the way, for everyone who just saw this one, we do, like I said, you know, we have a lot of free training. So this is one of them, actually. Correcting swim technique. How do you know if you're doing the right swim technique and how to correct it without a swim coach in person? These athletes, okay, are not in California, have not met them in person. And then, so this is what Britt actually watched. One of them, one of them. So, mm -hmm. uh, so what did you get out from this one when you were, uh, when you completed it, that training? Um, it was, so what I got out of it was the, the fact that you all talked about how you, you coach and okay. just the correcting the swim technique and showing the video examples about, you know, sending in video or sending in photographs and you guys actually go in and put your critique and like put, you know, the instructions and say, Hey, this elbow isn't bent the right way or this arm isn't pointing in the right direction. And, you know, that really resonated with me just because I, I'm very visual. So mm. the fact that we're able to freeze time and provide feedback based off of photos, based off of videos, which are of myself, you know, were very, very helpful to me. Um, that that's what clicked first. And then the other live live training with Gloria that okay. swam, I think it was, was it Alcatraz? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And she had never open water swam and she's nowhere near you guys either. And those yes. were the two videos yes. where I was just like, I, I have got, I have to get in here. I know. That's <laughs> amazing. So Gloria yeah. here is in Texas. She did not have open water practices for like six months. And in Texas it's hot. And this one was back in February or March. And it was one of her training to do the triathlon, Alcatraz, Alcatraz triathlon. So she went up there and it was, uh, yeah, in Alcatraz and she did well. It's a two mile open water swim and it was about 58 Fahrenheit. And she okay. jumped off a big boat to start it. And Gloria is 58 cool. years old. Last year, she didn't, she couldn't finish. You know, it's like right here. Only a pace of three minutes per 100 yards and was scared of open water. That was last year. All right. So this couple, you know, this couple of trainings, if you guys want to have access to it, uh, for this one, put hashtag swim technique. And if you want to have access on this one, put hashtag swim confidence. Okay. So you can get an access. You can do that right now. And, uh, you know, either Shella or Sarah can help you guys out or myself or Binetta. All right. So, so this one also resonated to you. And why is that again? Sorry, but I missed um, that one. Just because, I mean, she literally went from no swim experience to yes. getting in and doing a long distance swim. But also the part that was really important to me was that she had no face-to-face -face coaching. It was yeah. all completely, it was all completely virtual. And, you right. know, being, living in Illinois, right, right outside of St. Louis, you know, we're pretty far apart as well. And, you know, oh, yeah. the fact that she was able to be successful through online coaching and having the open communication and the technique is what really kind of pulled me in and, and drew me in. Gotcha. So, um, but what, why online though? Cause you're in Illinois. I'm sure there's a lot of swim coaches or coaches out there. Yeah. Well, um, 
about us that sort of resonated with, with you the most that you were like, okay, this is for me, not the other stuff? Um, the part that was one, it was the convenience. Um, okay. You know, I'm, I'm, um, you know, I live probably about 20 minutes outside of St. Louis um, on the Illinois side. And there are coaches here, but in order for me to be coached, I would have to probably do about a 45 minute, one hour drive over into the St. Louis area for that. And, you know, with three kids, you know, single mom, three kids, and all of my kids are also in sports, sport activities too. It, it just wasn't, you know, the timing and the planning and stuff just didn't work out. And, you know, this just seemed like I saw all, I went and did my research after I saw those two videos and kind of looked at some of the other videos and looked at other people's conversation about the success. And I just said I was going to do it. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's, that's like three hours. I was doing my math there, 45 minutes to the pool, about one hour. And then you go to mm -hmm. the pool one hour and then going back. Now yeah. you don't even have to like, you know, like you have your own schedule, like, right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Good, good, good. All right. Let me say hi to a couple of new people here. Angie, hi. Hello, Angie. Leo's here. Hi, good. Leo. Glad you could join in. How do we pronounce your name? Quilling Jean. Yes. Hello. Sorry if I mispronounced your name. And then Vanya is here as well. Hi, Wanya. Hi, Wanya. Hi, Shello. Hi, Jenny again. All right. Are you guys enjoying this one? Getting it so far? So we're going to go to the nitty gritty, you know. As we go along, for those who's just tuning in, okay, just want to tell you guys what you guys are about to learn, uh, how to become a fast swimmer, okay? So we're going to learn more uh, from Britt of her experience of what she had done, how how she's able to do this one, because this is about, I believe, 54, 54% improvement from 433 to 206. And uh, you'll see in a bit later that I'll show you that she actually started doing uh, sub two minutes for 100 yards. So, all right. Yes, very exciting. I, I love I love what you were able to do. It's um, I think it's your it's your record too, right? Oh, PR <laughs> on the coaching. <laughs> so thank you, Britt. Um, all right. So everyone, just want to let you guys also know that uh, Britt is a track and field coach. Okay, so you're learning from coaches and what she was telling me earlier is that coaches need coaches too. Okay, so how, how, how does it feel being coach in swimming, knowing that you're a coach? How did, how did that feel? Um, I knew I needed it. Because, you know, being being a coach, being a track coach, um, you know, we talk about cadence, we talk about rhythm, um, there's small techniques in what we do. And, you know, getting in the water, I could not figure out the pace, I couldn't figure out my pace, I wasn't comfortable with my rhythm. And I could not figure it out. And it was driving me nuts. Um, because biking and running are very similar, you know, the pacing is in the it's in your feet, and it's in your hips, so you can hear it. And I was in the water, and I couldn't hear it. And, and I, you know, and it was a part of me where I was just like, I have to be vulnerable and know that I need somebody else to help me do this. Cause I, I can't do it. I'm going to drive myself crazy. So um, I thought it was awesome. I, I loved it because as coaches, we also have the ability to have great conversation with one another and actually also understand the, the lingo and the jargon with one another in terms of how we need to make adjustments. Um, so I, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. And I was talking to you earlier, I think also is that um, you had more details 
uh, attention to details. Mm-hmm. And I do think that, you know, like every, because the thing is that like every detail of what a coach says is important, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think you, you understand that that is what I was trying to do. So like every detail you do your best or ask back if it wasn't clear, you, you know, to you, right? So communication right. Yeah. was, uh, was like very critical on this one. All yeah, right? for sure. Mm-hmm. Had you taken like an online class that's, that's a physical type of class before, or was this your first sort of? No, very first. Nope. Very first. First time I had ever done it. Well, I'm glad it's a good experience. (laughs) (laughs) You, you probably do more. Yeah. I I loved it. I had a great, I had a great experience. It was awesome. Um, Cause you know, the big part about it, like you just said a second ago, it's all of the little pieces that Mm -hmm. turn into the one big piece. So it's, it's taking, you know, that big goal and breaking it down into small bite-sized pieces and learning how to put it together for the end goal, um, which is super, which is super important. That's so funny you say that because when people think about swimming, they think you're either swimming or you're not swimming. Or you're finishing a lap or you're going from one end to another end. Because when I was new, that's all my goal. I just need to go to that lap and then count how many laps I finished. Oh yes, I can do. 300 or 750 exactly That's basically what yeah, I was doing. you couldn't like like some people cannot imagine like how can you even separate that into smaller pieces when it's either you're swimming or you're not swimming like mm-hmm. that's it <laughs> yeah and I think that's where my mind was in the very beginning when I was in July and I was just going at it and I was swimming and I'm like, I don't understand why I'm so gassed. But we even had a conversation like once I started working with you all and I told you, I said, I just don't feel smooth. I feel like I'm all over the place and I feel like my body is wild. And, you know, we kept having those conversations about breaking down all the little pieces and once we started focusing on each individual piece, I finally got to a space where I was smooth in the water. So, yeah. In 12 days. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, it finally clicked in 12 days and I got it and it was just, it was great. Yeah. So I, I know you've been a, a saying in pieces. So, so for other athletes who are actually watching here, let me show the uh the pieces that is saying so first of all the way we uh break down the swimming here okay is that we tackle you know it's not just going one lap two lap we tackle four areas technique speed endurance and open water skills okay and then the technique because the swimming is complicated as we've been telling to, to each other you know so this technique we also need to break it down we break it down to breathing, balance, and alignment on week one. And then week two, catch, pull, feel for the water. Week three, kick, hip drive, and rotation. And week four, stroke rate and open water skills. So all that. So now when you focus one thing at a time, let's ask Britt what happens. So what was the, what was the, you know, how about give us the benefits of when you when we broke it down every week or every single workout, what are the benefits of this once? Break down, breathing, balancing, alignment. I think you did really well on week one. That's what you got a lot from it. So what yeah. what you get from it by that kind of breakdown? So by breaking it down, it gave me the ability to focus on one thing at a time. Um, mm-hmm. Because what I started recognizing when I was still getting frustrated is that I was trying to take all of those pieces 
and focus on them all at the same time in the pool. And when we first started, I was still getting the same result because I was, I was going in and I was excited and I was reading all the information and I was, I was reading all the things, watching all the videos. So as soon as I got in the pool, I'm swimming again and I'm like, okay, you got to breathe. You got to turn, you got to stroke, you got to do this. You got, and I started getting frustrated again because I was trying to do all the things. Mm -hmm, And then, you know, when I submitted my first video, I was just like, this is what I look like. And you were like, and I said, I still, I'm still flustered. And you were like, you have to focus on, you said, stay on one thing until you master it. And that was quite honestly, the technique part first. Um, I had to focus on a single piece of technique until I got it and then move on to the next. And once I did that, slowed down, I would move on, then I'd move on and then I'd move on. And then it just all started just putting itself together and, instead of feeling like a duck in a wa- in the water, like taking a bath, I was actually starting to get kind of smooth and I didn't feel like everything was so choppy. And then that's when we started moving to the point where it was enjoyable. And I was eager to go to the pool in the morning as opposed to feeling like I was getting ready to get up and do a chore. That nice. was big. Did you guys get what she just said there? I wanted to repeat that everyone. So, hey, Harry, welcome. My mom is also there watching. <laughs> I'm like, hey, 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 mom. <laughs> so, this is what I do, mom. <laughs> All right. Now she's watching. I guess I know. All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's go back to you, Brett. So she said a huge thing there. And I want to emphasize that she had to slow down and actually master one thing at a time rather than doing everything and thinking of everything and executing it. Did I say that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think it's not just the execution, but actually, you know, the, the reframing your mindset of like, what to focus first, focused, focus, and not just, you know, like just doing, but strategy, strategic. So now let's, let's show the first video of Brit, the first ones. All right. So this is Brit. Okay, so this is Britt. What is Britt doing here? You know, you may ask. Hopefully our computer is moving. So yeah, it's really the basic part. This is where she started. Yeah, because she's coachable. She follows, she's really doing her best. And that's actually a long video, but she's practicing. Okay, same thing, you know. So, and what she got here, all the feedbacks. So these are all her feedbacks. <laughs> we, this is the communication, okay? And actually very detailed, okay? I said, Britt, align your right hand to your shoulder. You can point your right hand. So like every detail. This is only one workout, by the way, okay? And actually, just so to give a context of what she was doing here, she's following of what I asked her to do. This is our member site for the bootcamp program. And what she was doing, this one is, yeah, the head position. And she's following. She's being coachable. She didn't, I didn't ask her to like swim right away. You know, I want her to build the habits of how your head, how your shoulder, how you're breathing, the timing of your breathing. And that, that's what she was doing. And that's what I like about it is because, oh, okay, let me just follow. How was this experience for you about like you actually doing something did you like kind of ask like why am I doing this? Or like at first know, I did. 
Yeah. Oh, you did. There you yeah, go. At first, I, at first I did because I, I was sitting there and I, and, and at first when we first started, I was like, what does this have to do with me swimming? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is a, what is a Popeye breath? <laughs> and, you know, but I, you know, once I started doing it and I started watching some more of the videos, I started mm. really understanding, um, you know, and you said you have to learn to do it out of the water before you do it in the water. And it made so much sense because if you can't do it out of the water, how can you expect yourself to do it when you're actually physically in it? And I was just like, okay, I'm going to get it. You know, I, I'm just like, I'm not, this is not going to stomp me. So, you know, I decided to make the commitment to, you know, I've been a runner forever. So I dropped down the running time and made the commitment to start going to the pool, which every, I know everybody doesn't have that time, but I carved out the time to go about five to six days a week. Um, I'd wake up at four 30 in the morning, you know, go to the gym and, and let strength train first. And then I would be in the pool by five 30, um, Monday through Saturday. Yeah. And, and just kept doing it. Even though, even though you have your three kids and you have your full-time job, yep. but you did prioritize, cut down, mm -hmm. A little bit on that running and prioritize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it is doable. Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, do you usually wake up that early, like four thirty? Like, do you use do? Would you usually do that, or is that something? I usually that you no, I usually would, but I would be at the. I would probably be at the gym strength training from about four thirty until about maybe six thirty. Um, I even cut the strength training all the way down to about a solid thirty minutes, um, okay. and and really just committed more time to the swim and would get the swim in and then get in like either a really short run or get on the bike. And I would have all of my workouts done by 7.15 so that I could get all three kids to school by, you know, in between 7.30 and 8.45. So discipline. Um, so what drive you, what drives you? Like why, why do this one going back to it again? Because that's the kind, that's, that's kind of sacrifice I think, you know? Um, a lot of I, athletes I've coached, by the way, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, no, no. Not a lot of athletes in the boot camp had done like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this one five to six times a week. Because like I mentioned, you know, athletes, uh, based on our program, on our record, only three swim workouts a week. That's the minimum. But yeah. then, you know, for Britt, she said, I, I, I want to do five to six. She, she did not have any reasons why not. She just made it happen. So I want to know, like, what drives you to actually to do that? You know, once we started talking and all the pieces fell into place, it, my goal no longer became, you know, I just want to finish it. Mm. You know, the goal became how well can I actually do this and not, not a place of perfection, but a place of comfort and a place of, of love. Um, I've, I mean, I love sports. I always have my children are in sports and you don't get to choose to be a role model. You know, people pick you as a role model. And with having three young kids, it's very important for me to show them that, you know, with hard work and commitment, you can excel at anything, not just sports, but just life in general. Um, and it's something great. It's a special bond and it's making memories with my kids. You know, um, they love to come to my races. I go to their games. Um, when I did my first open water swim, which I'm probably jumping ahead, but when I finally did get in open water, my kids went with me and they recorded me and they cheered me on. And, you know, we just get to make great memories together. And it's just, it's so much fun. Um, you know, and, and it's my kids that drive me every day. You know, they, 
they, you know, they're my cheerleaders, you know, and I want to, I want to make sure that they realize that no matter what they put their mind to, if they want to work hard, you know, they can do it. That's amazing. Love it. And I Love remember it. they made you, <laughs> they made you go back. Yeah. They made me <laughs> they made go, you back go back in. to water. Don't you, yes. don't you need to finish it, mommy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I only did. I, I said I was going to do the 750 for the very first time in the open water and it was challenging because it was choppy and I was swimming against the current. And yeah. I think I, I got out at 400 and they were like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm done. And they were like, well, what did they were like, did you do the full 750? I said, no, I did 400. And they were like, well, we think you need to go back in. <laughs> there you go. Like, Accountability. I should ground everybody, but I won't. I marched back in. I did. I went back. I went back and I finished. And, you know, and, and that just shows that I've really instilled, you know, great yeah. principle and discipline yes. in them too, because they're like, wait a minute, you're not going to shortchange. Yeah. 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 It's nice. not the other way around. They're the one. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. What a special moment there. All right. Yeah. Everyone, you guys have any questions for Britt? This is the time. Looks like Britt is giving us all the info, like what she had done to actually make things happen. Yes. Now, remember, we're talking about big jump here, 433 to 206. And then now she's actually, it's not just, you know, it's not just the swimming itself. It's actually being an example, continuing being an example to her kids. Uh, through the sports. Yeah. What questions do you guys have about that type of jump in your swimming? Who, who here wants to cut that much time off of their swim pace? What is your challenge and what question do you have for Brittany right now? While you guys are typing, I'm going to continue. Uh, welcome, Pete. Welcome, Yesenia. Britt, during the program, was there any, you know, ups or downs or any highlights that you can remember like the hard times could be uh you know balancing balancing going to the pool like what did you do to actually overcome that because I know you're very busy yourself yeah um I mean I would just I would set my schedule and I'd sit down and I'd plan my days out like a week in advance I'd look at my work schedule to see where I actually had time to really commit sure. I'd balance it all up with my kids schedule and I would just make the commitment and make sure I set that alarm every morning. Um, and I also had accountability in the pool. Um, a lot of the same people would swim at the exact same time in the morning. And wow. there were a couple of times where I was running late and they would text me and they're like, where are you? <laughs> are you, are you, are you, are you coming? So, wow. you know, That's I cool. would do that. Yeah. I, nice. I would do that. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, um, and I don't want it to seem like it, it automatically just fell into place. I had some really hard challenges at one point in time. Um, you know, I would try to swim. And the, the part that I think was the most difficult for me, we worked on, it was the breathing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I could not get that head turn. And for a, a while, when I would breathe, that other yeah. arm would come through really slow. And I just couldn't do anything with it because I was so scared to take a quick breath and go back that I would over rotate, take a long sure. breath. Right. And that was also, you know, lagging my time as well. And yeah. when you assigned me these one arm drills in the Uncos and you said, you're probably going to drink a lot of water. <laughs> I wrote you back that day and I said, I think right I probably drink a gallon of chlorinated <laughs> water. 
<laughs> but I mean, doing them also taught me, you know, the, the disciplined skill to say, Hey, you have the ability to take a quick breath and come back because I got to the point where I was like, I'm not drinking any more chlorine. I don't, I don't want any more water. So I was, so I gotta it, go it, exactly, yeah. And I just, I, and again, same thing. I kept Versus working you. on it until I mastered it. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. nice. I see some challenges that people have put in. Uh, Senya says challenge was hate the pool. Why do you hate the pool, Senya? What is the reason? <laughs> I hated the pool too. I, I was not was not a fan at all. <laughs> and then Jenny says um, her challenge is to take the pool swim into the open water. I think that's everyone's challenge. Yeah, that's everyone's challenge because it's uh, completely different, right? And yeah. but it it you know and also part of it is mindset. Part of it is mindset. So I do think. Uh, let me see, Jenny. Jenny, uh, this one will be great for you. Building swim confidence in open water, that will be great uh, because what we built that one is uh, relating to a lot of it is mindset as well. So well. Anyone, any, anything else, everyone, anything else? What made the biggest difference? And I think you, you learned quite a bit, I feel like, and all mm -hmm. the steps, but what made the biggest difference for you working together with Coach Shangri-La and the rest of the team during the program? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I think the biggest difference is the communication. Um, you're only going to get out what you put in it. And one of the big conversations that we had was about being vulnerable and, and being honest about what you're feeling, what's going on, whether it be good or bad. So, you know, there were days where I posted and I said, you know, oh, I felt really good in the water. I think I did a good job. And then coach would send me a video and she's like, your arm needs to be at one o'clock. You need to have your elbow like this. You need to move. And, you know, and, and it was great critique because it's, it's something that we needed to work through. And then there were other days where I was just like, I don't like anything I did. I felt like crap in the water. Um, you know, I, I didn't like this and this is how my body felt. And even with me giving that level of communication, we were still able to look at the videos and look at everything and say, this is what we need to fix because the over rotation was a frustration for me because I'm like, why do I keep doing this? And we sat down and had a private one-on-one -on -one and we worked through it. And once we worked through it and I took the notes, the next day, you yeah. know, the workout, the workout was set specific to the conversation and we went in and we did it. Yep. yep. Nice. Uh, communication is huge. It's mainly because, you know, even as much as I want to communicate, if the athlete is not communicating, I won't know what the athlete is going through the workout. And I'm honestly, believe it or not, I've had those athletes like, just give me more. I want feedback. And guess what? She was giving feedback every single workout. And what's great about it too is that um, also I want to add there is that Britt is very good in being aware of what her body is doing. So she's present and she's able to uh, verbalize that. So that's actually a win. So what I say is that I, I do think uh, communication and teamwork with, um, with Britt that help. I think it's, it's a teamwork. And then I liked what she called out. She she said that you kind of got got to get rid of that idea of being perfect and, and things needing yeah. to be perfect to execute them. 
you know, to move forward because it's never going to be perfect and you can learn from imperfection every day. All right. Okay. Well, you're just starting, Britt. This is only <laughs> a start. I mean, it's I been know. Only, so everyone, I've only, we've only been talking to Britt for less than two months. I think it's seventh week this week. Okay. It's seventh week this week. And um, so you've gone a lot of achievements already within this. You've learned a lot. I think we even met you in in the group, right? In Iron Man and Beyond. In Iron Man and Beyond. That's how we met. Yeah. That's how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how we met. Yep. How we met. Like, uh, we got Amos. Hello, Amos from Colorado. Hey, Zena. We just talked yesterday. Hello, uh, Yesenia. Question: How long did it take? Oh, there you go. Good question. How long did it take for you to enjoy the pool time? Uh, probably after the first critical swim. Um, because I was super nervous. Um, I was really nervous about doing the critical swim. Um, cause I was scared. I, I didn't know like where I was going to land. I didn't know where I was going to fall. And I, I got in there and I, when I saw the numbers, like I said, I thought my watch was broken and <laughs> had to look at it again. And I was just completely shocked. And it literally instantly made me want to get back in the water. And that's when I got back in the next day and did the 750 nonstop. Um, and, and I just decided to do it. So uh, when did she start enjoying it when she finished? So that will yep. be 12 days. Yep. She was able to finish after, yeah. her, uh, her, her CSS or critical swim speed uh, test. And she got 240. And then next day she did a 750. So, yeah. So she started enjoying it within 12 days. She liked yeah. it fast. Yeah. Did that answer your question, Yusenia? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, was just, it was just the feeling of it was just the feeling of getting in the water and no longer feeling out of control um because when we first started talking I didn't think you all would understand what I meant when I said I get in the water and I feel wild like I don't I don't feel smooth because running running is smooth you know when you run it's smooth when you when you ride a bike it's smooth and I just could not get the smoothness in the water because it it wasn't it wasn't all legs. And I'm like, I, I do not know what to do with my body. But once we we talked and you know, the tempo trainer was also an amazing piece that I that was added to the workout program. And once I put that in my cap and I also watched the tempo trainer video, and as soon as you said when your hands hit the water to match the beat it just instantly clicked. And I said, that's, that's the tempo. And once I was able to kind of neuromuscularly say to myself, beep, 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 it just, it was just done after that. Game over. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, We just had uh, Miles. Welcome Miles. All right. So everyone, did you guys get a lot from that? So for those who is just tuning in, happy Friday. We just talked about how to become a fast swimmer, how Brittany went from 433 minutes per 100 yards to swimming 206 nonstop, okay? And we also did touch base, uh, this corrective swim technique. If you want this free training, put hashtag swim technique down below. And if you want to learn more about swim confidence in open water, like I believe that would be Jenny. Jenny, This one is perfect for you, but swim confidence. So we make sure to remember to send it over to you. Okay. So everyone, this is what we do in 5C5 coaching. We help busy high achievers just like Brit 
who's tired of wasting their time in the pool and just want to get, you know, what, what do we really want? We want to get the job done. We want to get faster. We want to enjoy and get more than what we're doing right now. If you're feeling frustrated, okay, and you feel like you're not moving forward, that's where Feisty Fox Coaching come in place, okay? So if you need some help, you know, put hashtag game plan. Game plan. There you go. Hashtag game plan below. So you guys can talk to us only 15 minutes. It's all free. We're not selling anything there, but basically getting to know you, whether we can actually help you. Because first we want to ask Britt, Britt, you're busy. Are you able to actually go to the pool? You know, so those things, because we want to make sure that it works for you first. Okay. So everyone, it's been a pleasure to have you all. And of course, Britt, thank you so much. But before we let you go, we want to get top three things that you can help us, including me and the rest of our athletes. What do what based on what you've learned during this experience what are the top three things that you can tell our athletes who are who were just like you back then or the old you the old basically. you what are you gonna tell the old you or the people just like you right now who's also busy okay can't yeah. find time you know just top three things that you can give us uh top three things is you know if you really want it you'll find the time you'll carve it out if it's, if it's that important to you. The second is being vulnerable. Um, you know, that's a really big part with athletes. Sometimes I think when we get into a space where we feel like we already know what we're doing and there's something that we can't figure out, it's really hard for us to step back and say, hey, we don't know it. We need somebody to help us. And then the third I will always say is you've got to figure out a way to have fun. Because yes. if you don't, if you don't love what you do and if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to figure it out because it's, it's going to be a task. You have to love it first. You have to like it. Those are great, great bits. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Britt. If you guys love this training, put hashtag value. Let's thank Britt for her time. Thanks a lot, Britt. And see you all again next live training. Bye, everyone. Have a great one. Bye. Bye thank you. Bye.